It's DTS 132. Iron Banner is coming back. Clash this time around, and it sounds like we're going to get ourselves a blue good blah 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 blah. You're listening to Destiny the Show. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show. My name is BBK Dragoon, and this is the Destiny News podcast to keep you the guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. Joining me, as always, is my great co-host and friend, Diddy. What is up? Hey, man. Doing really great. I am broadcasting through the dense fog of gloomy North Texas today. And uh, having a good day so far. Had a good weekend. We had so much stuff. Got a lot of new furniture. We built it. And, oh, man, it's just been busy, busy, busy. Yeah, Finally got guys. a new desk as well. So my computer setup is really nice right now. Previously, like, your desk wasn't big enough to hold two monitors, right? Yeah, it was a, like, two-and-a-half-foot by two-and-a-half-foot square standing desk like something that would be in a bar right mm-hmm, yeah. and it would just had one monitor there and mouse and keyboard and it was awful i had to use a bar stool and it was just <laughs> just the worst like i used that set up for probably two two and a half years now and my coworker was like hey i'm selling a computer desk Are you still in the market for one and i'm like yes and it's like the perfect one that i would have bought from a store for like 100 bucks so. so destiny item manager is no longer a panicked oh my gosh i gotta switch <laughs> monitor inputs right now yeah, exactly. So I had the the thirty four inch ultra wide on my desk, and every time I'm playing Destiny, I'd have the Xbox and my computer in the same monitor, so I I would have to switch, and it was just, it was just a pain and a headache. So now I have two monitors finally again. <laughs> Back in so the set. Good time. Yes. Yeah. So this week I played some Destiny. Most of it was today. I'm finding Sunday is like my perfect Destiny day. Like seven games of Rumble, some PvP with you guys. I gotta share this story. Okay. I thought some dude was hacking, right? We start this rumble match, we're on like blind watch, and within 15 seconds, he pops Blade Dancer. And I'm just like, Whoop, my mind is blown. I'm just like, there's no way. It was like that scene from Call of Duty Black Ops. Numbers, the numbers, Mason. How did he do it? Well, he was like level 21, and he popped level 22 after his first kill, which procced his super, dude. And I was just sitting there going, you know, I want to be mad, but it's hilarious, <laughs> so I'm not going to be mad. That was my favorite story of the week. What did you do this week? What was your favorite part of Destiny? I started my raised lighter quest. Finally, you did it. I finally, you I you finally followed got, our advice from last week. I, I took the plunge, so that's really exciting. And uh, like you said, we played a couple uh, PvP games before this, and I'm just using whatever, right? Not giving a care in the world and just having a really good time using whatever guns I can. I'm still sticking with the fusion rifles because I think they're honestly my favorite guns in the game right now. I use them in PvE as well, if you can imagine that. And it's just, uh, it's having a good time. Yeah, should be pretty nice. Okay, so we're going to talk about the weekly update in the news. We've got information on a hotfix that's coming this Tuesday. It's probably live by the time you're listening to this. A hint from the live team, and maybe a hint about a weapon balance update. All that and more coming up. Zip! <laughs> 
the weekly updates back diddy and it brings with it iron banner this week it is clash i know you're excited <laughs> called it baby i knew iron banner clash was coming this time around it's like they listen to me and only me so i'm just going to keep giving ideas out for destiny and and eventually see them implemented into the game <laughs> what are the items we're getting this time around we're getting the sidearm which was a surprise because i totally forgot that was a weapon choice and the the rocket launcher you have either of these i've got the rocket launcher the rocket launcher is pretty sick by the way with the right roll i don't have either of them but the uh, with <laughs> so we're expecting the vendor choices to be very good roles yeah. because yeah. historically they have been in years so three, I'm, yeah. I'm actually really interested to see what the bungee thinks a really good sidearm role is i know you know, around the internet, people have an idea, but sidearm is not really a choice that you look for a god role in because it's not utilized very much in any Destiny activity. You got to watch True Vanguard, man. That guy uses sidearms so well, man. He's got a really good <laughs> knowledge, too, of the sidearms that he likes with the different roles. I'm going to make a or pull a quote out here from Deej that was early on in the update. It's addressing questions about what's next when we're getting the next live update, the elephant in the room. And he says, I quote, For starters, you haven't heard the last from the live team at Bungie. They're hard at work on another content update that will give you new reasons to fight. Before renewed orders from the Vanguard arrive, there will be a batch of fixes for some of the issues you've been talking about. End quote. So that last sentence there, there will be a batch of fixes for some of the issues we've been talking about. A lot of people in the community believe that's referring to a weapon balance update. We've given feedback about our concerns. Of course, <laughs> Metador 64 fits in there. <laughs> but the phrasing at the start of the sentence could go one of probably two or three ways. And that says, before renewed orders from the Vanguard arrive. So the first way I think you could interpret that is balance update before whatever our next live event is, assuming that live event brings with it new Vanguard, Vanguard orders. Maybe it means before new Vanguard Elite Bounty show up on a Tuesday. I think that one's the least likely and the third option, which is ultra depressing, Destiny 2, right? New orders from mm -hmm. the Vanguard. Is that Destiny 2, Diddy? Which one do you lean towards? Um, I think since before this, but like at the very beginning of the paragraph, they say the live team is working on another content update. Yeah. I think to me, that sounds like April update, you know, not mm -hmm. Crimson Days because we don't even know if that's coming out this year or not. Um, and April update seems most likely and balance update before the April update, which brings us new content, which would be new orders from the Vanguard. I think that is realistic, um, but I, I also wouldn't put it past Bungie to say, yeah, new orders are Destiny 2. Yeah, <laughs> we have one weapon balance patch left, but it's all a paragraph. I agree. Or I guess two sentences isn't really a paragraph, but it's in the same three stanza, right? Is it three sentences? <laughs> it is, yes. Oh, wow. I'm there you go. Then it's got to be contextually Rammer. associated with the live team update. <laughs> I think we're getting a balance update before the next live team update. Let me pitch you this ball. What do you think about Crimson Days is gone, but instead of an April update, it's a March update. Because you got to think, E3, Destiny 2 hype, that stuff is going to start building up maybe at a different time frame than like Rise of Iron's press schedule did. I think they would actually time an April update or a spring update closer to E3. E3. Yeah, because they want to ride the hype backpack off of E3 reveal. You know, they drop some knowledge about Destiny 2 at E3. This is all hypothetical, of course, not confirmed. <laughs> and people are like, man, Destiny is awesome. I want to go play Destiny right now. And they 
have new content available for you. So I think that would be most likely. I don't think March, I think that's a little bit too soon in the year. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's really no big trade conferences in and around like March and April that they would do a destiny Two reveal like E3 size thing, unless they do some, I I can't think of there being a PAX that's prior to that. Can you, um, I don't know. PAX 2017 South. Well, that's like end of this month. So wouldn't (laughs) that be insane? That won't happen, but man. So anyway, that's uh, what's next. I think Crimson Days is starting to look less and less likely, especially the fact that the rewards are still dropping after the dawning. I got one of the shaders today. (laughs) You got Valentine today, this afternoon, and it was like, what? That's kind of random. Yeah, exactly. So the Bungie Bounty Days, Diddy, this is a really, really cool idea where they're flipping the Bungie Bounty idea on its head. Previously... If you matched the Bungie Bounty team in Crucible and you beat them, you got the emblems. However, they're shaking it up big time. They're taking popular streamers and YouTube content creators and making them go in solo for a two-hour time block, solo clash. And if the team that's on, let's say, the streamers team win, they all get the emblem. But if the enemy team that's not on the streamers team wins, that other team gets the emblem. So Professor Broman is our first one doing the bounty. He'll have two hours, he goes into Clash solo, and then if you match with him and you beat him, you get an emblem, or if you match with him and you're on his team and you win, you get the emblem. I love this idea. I think some people might be like, hey, you're making this emblem a lot less rare. How would you address that argument? (laughs) Man, I, uh, who cares? (laughs) We are near the end. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's another way, because before it was like, you have to match Bungie, and with Destiny's Crucible matchmaking, it's basically regional you have to live in the pacific north west mm-hmm. for for that to happen for that to be a possibility which is kind of super annoying if you're anywhere other than the pacific northwest well even people um, who lived up there couldn't match them like i remember uh who uh, mrs five yeah miss five thousand watts couldn't match them and she's really close to the studio i think Hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting, but I like this fact because it gives more opportunities for the emblem. And yeah, it's not that exclusive, but it's still really exclusive because not only do you have to match with the streamer or content creator, you have to be on the winning team. And mm-hmm. some of these people here, like Dr. Lupo, Real Crafty, PvP amazingness because they're they're so good right so mm-hmm. if you're a bit against them you know good luck getting that emblem bungee bounty days is going to be running about a month it looks like february 10th is the last day some of the people that we know about who've been um brought on board mr fruit Cheriona, Baif, dr lupa like you said gathalian blessius really cool to see all of these people on here and more folks will probably fill in those extra slots i think there's about 10 people we don't know about just yet so and they are allowed to split uh, their time on consoles. I think Broman did half Xbox, half PS4. So fingers mm-hmm. crossed for Italian's us Xbox players. Do that as well. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm going to search Clash if I'm not at work. They're, I'm going to be at work <laughs> at all these times, pretty much. Except the evening slot. The evening slot I might have a chance at. So, <laughs> All right. So Hotfix 2.5 point something point whatever. I don't have it pulled up here. 2.5.0.1 is coming. It's already live by the time most of you guys are listening to this. Some of the patrol missions in the Plaguelands are not reliably causing enemies to drop their respective objective items. That's going to be fixed. Zer's Curio inventory varies on a weekly basis due to a limitation of his inventory space. So we talked about this last week. Only five slots, but there's more than five items that need to go in those slots. We've seen glass needles disappear and three of coins disappear. Looks like they're going to fix that and bring them all back. What do you, 
What do you feel about that, Diddy? I kind of like seeing Three of Coins drift off into the sunset. It uh, <laughs> Three of Coins are uh, becoming somewhat of a hot topic around the community. And, you know, I don't use them that often. And I don't really grind for exotic engrams that much. And it's never really been a problem for me. But seeing a rotational Zer's inventory, I think it keeps Zer kind of fresh every single week. Mm-hmm. A little bit more interest. And the argument with Three of Coins kind of removes the special exotic element of getting an exotic. It became more of this tool that you use to hunt your exotics down. And the final fix that's coming with it is weapon stability. Nova Mortis and Abaddon, the new exotics from the Dawning, are like really inconsistent with stability. So hopefully all that stuff gets fixed. That's basically it for the weekly update, right, Diddy? Yes. What is next? Man, we are jumping through... Some guides, some guides that we found uh, on Reddit specifically. And the first one is Crota Solo Guides. And this is from XTNVIEIRA. I'm just going to spell his name. And gives you some uh, comprehensive video guides for soloing Crota's End. So if you've never done the raid before, you and I did a return to Crota's End day in uh, December, December 9th this past year. And had a ton of fun. Played a bunch of Corotas and runs. And if you've never done it before, because a lot of people joined after the fact, and if I had no reason to, you can absolutely solo this raid. It is by far, it's very short, it's very easy, it's very cheesy, and you can do it, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it could give you a little bit of a challenge. It's guides for all three classes, so you don't have to feel like, ah, I need to be Titan to do this. Nope, he's got guides for all three. There are elements of the solo run that are challenging that definitely make it something you'll have to practice and learn the specific strats for. But that could be a great little thing to keep you occupied during our content drought here. And you also posted some interesting articles, PvP God Rolls detailed as well as PvE God Rolls, right? Yes. So these are from Ebola XB and Mercules904 over on Reddit, both uh, the Destiny Reddit and the Crucible Playbook Reddit. They were cross-posted there. And he basically gives you a really good breakdown of every single type of every popular weapon right now and archetype of auto rifle, pulse rifle, every single weapon type and class of Destiny or in Destiny gives you the quote-unquote God roll perks for that particular weapon gives you each slot what to look for and a few reasons why like hey you want this and you want that in pvp or that in pve so it's a really 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 good guide go ahead and save these they'll probably be updated uh, in a future time after the balance pass coming and uh, a lot of people were saying oh now that these guys are out bungie's actually going to balance pass everything because they say think it's op so (laughs) (laughs) reference these guides now look through your weapons see if you do have a god roll and have at it all right so we had the idea oh the links for those articles by the way will be on our website destinytheshow.com if you guys are watching on youtube check the description below we have a link to our website there that can give you all the links from today and a little bit more so diddy you and i were talking we were playing today and you threw out the brilliant idea of game modes that you'd want to see in Destiny that aren't there. What yes. was your idea on this? I, uh, I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago, and it's obviously not my original thought, but uh, I would really love to see a gun game mode in Destiny. And for those of you who don't know what gun game is, it's first to like 18 or 20 kills, and every single kill you get a brand new weapon. Like a, I'm holding uh, an IS Luna right now. I get, a, I get a kill with it. I automatically swap to 
palindrome or whatever. Obviously, that's the same archetype or whatever. But And then after I get IQ with that one, I'll get a sniper rifle and then a fusion rifle. And I get all the way up to 18. And um, this was my first experience was in Call of Duty. But I know it's in uh, Counter-Strike and a couple other games as well. Um, but like if you were meleeed, you would get set back a tier and you'd have to get all the kills again. And it's just a lot, a lot of fun. I think it's a brilliant idea. As long as you take away things like <laughs> supers and Stormcaller <laughs> melee, because Stormcaller melee, everybody would always be stuck back at one. Like nobody would try and get kills with the weapon. Your final kill could be with the sword instead of a knife. You know, <laughs> in Counter-Strike gun game, you need to get two kills with that particular weapon before you progress. But mm. this is such a cool idea because really chill, relaxed game mode. And it could let you try guns that you never had. Like imagine a version of it where you get a Mythoclast, right? at like level mm. 16 and then right. that turns into you got to get an icebreaker kill it's just <laughs> bungee during the halo days man some of those custom games that ultimately became full-on playlists i'm thinking of infection in particular was so much fun or the action sack playlist where it was just a complete smorgasbord of really chill dumb silly game modes gun game to me sounds like something i could grind endlessly and that could be a very easy event that they could put together as long as it stays permanently right let's say february rolls around and it's like here's gun game for you but they'd have to figure out a way to a eliminate supers from the playing field and probably take away some of those class <laughs> things maybe it just turns off a lot of your nodes basically all you would need to do is just give everybody the uh, iron lord artifact that takes away your super oh that's right <laughs> that's pretty much it except for the but, nade spam the nade spam <laughs> the nade and melee spam would be a uh, pretty interesting there but how about this there's there's a couple different ways you could tweak a gun game as well you can have it be like you said exotics like you could literally do only exotic weapons gun game so you'd have thorn last word first curse ace of spades well probably not because that's hunter exclusive um but then you'd go to like pocket infinity and plan c and then dregs promise like there's literally an exotic weapon of every single archetype and or not archetype but uh weapon in destiny also on the total flip side you could do like gunsmith test weapons in a gun game because yeah those are like baseline stats for weapons and like today the reason i I thought of the gunsmith was i was killed in a crucible match with an amalon test fusion rifle and i'm like oh yeah those are still a thing (laughs) like now that i'm gunsmith rank five and i have the first curse on my hunter there's no reason for me to grind gunsmith reputation in my eyes you know yeah you could wait for me the sweet pdx but other than that (laughs) that's that's true but uh, this would be a way to use those gunsmith test weapons and uh, you know, after I reference that to you, you might say, hey, Destiny Competitive could be the gun game there because it's like baseline, whatever. But that's a slippery slope as well. <laughs> yeah, then it loses its character. So let me let me rephrase what you said if people didn't understand, basically. I love your idea of using gunsmith-only weapons in a variant of gun game. So you could have multiple gun game variants. Only exotic gun game variant would be super stinking cool. But then you also <laughs> threw out another idea, which would be like maybe an entire playlist where it's only gunsmith weaponry that's allowed to be used. It's kind of a limited sandbox. And you threw out the idea, Mm -hmm. maybe that's a hook or a route or a way that competitive could sort of even the field. Like you said, very dangerous conversation to have because it's much more complex than that. You couldn't just throw away a lot of the character and personality (laughs) because tons of people really identify with Destiny because you get to pick the weapon that you want and it's got such a wide range of different personality 
trait-esque weapons. The Aes Luna is so drastically different from something like a last word, right? They're just polar opposite and they appeal to different people at different playstyles or different places in their PvP interests or whatever. So, well, I like the idea. I don't think it's going to happen before Destiny 2. I think that's the most repeated phrase we're ever going to have in the rest of DTS this year. <laughs> but on that same note of stuff that's not going to happen before Destiny 2, I want time walking to happen because I keep thinking to myself, man, I wish these updates would bump up the light level a little bit. Give me a reason to go after some more PvE. And whether that's 410, like what if the light level got bumped up to 410 during the dawning, and then you have to go play Nightfall Strikes and go play Wrath of the Machine again. But then you really think about it, and it doesn't actually work because then everything else becomes too easy. Obsolete. The hard or mode of Wrath is like way too easy if you're light level 410. At that point, you're just going, well... Unless they add another difficulty level, like a mythic difficulty to the raids, I don't see how they can add or increase light level without adjusting all the activities. I want it to do that, but the live team doesn't seem like they're able to do that, at least in Destiny 1. So then the idea of time walking came in, where if I wanted to go play Vault of Glass, I really wish there was a way that Bungie could scale everybody to level 30. Wouldn't that be cool? scale you down to the maximum level of that part particular activity that is genius because like crota's end because you know we mentioned the solos crota solo solo crota's end guide there we go um like as level flight level 400 it is so easy to do that raid you know but if you were scaled down to like level 32 or whatever it's going to be difficult because it was difficult at the time it was relevant and man i've never experienced a time locking or a level locking activity because like you said it's, it's uh it's in world of warcraft right yeah I and believe. final fantasy and 14 too like if you go run a dungeon with a friend that's lower level it's going to auto scale you down to that level it'll remove abilities yeah. too that you would have gotten if like let's say the dungeon's level 25 but you get a bunch of sweet abilities level 30 when you get scaled down you just lose those sweet abilities just for that dungeon run and then when you exit out back to the real world they're allowed to be used again that would be awesome because you know going through those older raids as level 400 like i said it's just not the same it doesn't seem daunting it doesn't seem difficult it's just like oh, okay yeah just i'm just gonna murder everything because it's so easy because i'm so over leveled doing vault of glass at like man, people when i when we first did it we were like level 24 six <laughs> no 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 we 26, 26 and 27 yeah 26 and 27 and it was it's hard. hard. Yeah, it was, it was like, tough. damn, everything hurts. Mm -hmm. I need to play strategically. Whereas now we're just like, oh, yep, derp, 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 gotta yeah. use whatever we want mm -hmm. and just <laughs> destroy everything. Yeah, I was thinking about this. It's really elaborate. You could roll a new character, get him to like <laughs> level 27. You'd probably ding a new level throughout the course of the raid. And it would be a very time intensive one time only deal. But I guess you could go for that if you really wanted to. It still wouldn't be the true year one level 29 forever experience. <laughs> but I don't if know. If you really want to be hardcore, you do it on a perma-dead Stiny character. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. So a single wipe means you can't do it ever again. Dude, I have like two sparks <laughs> of light on the PlayStation. And those are level 25 boosts. You should do it. Yeah. I'm thinking about this. I'm actually thinking about this, but I'd need other people to do it too. So 
Anyway, yeah, that's true. If you have one person who's level 400, it's kind of cheating, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a pipe dream. I will not likely do that anytime soon. It's going to wrap up today's show. We've got Iron Banner coming back. We're going to be running Clash all this week. If you guys want to join us for some Iron Banner games, usually in the evenings because we're working during the day, you can hop onto our Discord, discord.me slash destiny the show. Iron Banner is probably the time that we're the most active on there throughout the week playing grouping up with people it's a rather good time and can help make that game mode a little bit more fun slash bearable diddy where can people find your content twitter.com slash diddy dts d-i-t-t-y dts and youtube.com slash whooshness w-o-o-o-s-h-n-e-s-s for all the links from today and more you can head to destinytheshow.com or follow us on twitter at destiny the show we love hearing from you guys Thanks as well to everybody who sent kind words about our top 10 Podbean 2016 thing for games and hobbies. Really appreciate that, you guys. As always, big thank you. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on both Twitter and YouTube, and we'll see you next week. 